0: Jed and Haley show supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So, episode number seventy-two. Is it? 71, <laughs> 72? Lost count. I don't. There's I don't loads, know. loads of them, loads of them. Catch uh, nine, up. Seven, seven, <laughs> seven, six, seven, eight, nine, seventy-seven. Seven.
1: I think it's 72. I think it's 72. Okay. We'll settle on 72. Maths like um,
0: Carol Vorderman there, so um, I apologise for that. But uh, anyway, I'm sure nobody else is that bothered about it, but... Um
1: absolutely not. So no. how's your uh, how's your week been, Jared? Any good? Um
0: yeah, well it has it has been it has been busy, which is um which is always well you said sometimes you go, well, it's a good thing to be busy, but then sometimes it's a rubbish thing, isn't it, to be busy. Sometimes you just want to mm. do nothing and um have a chill and just have a bit of a relax and some downtime, but um it's not so no it has been um it's been, obviously the kids are off with it being half term, so um We've literally been uh, doing bits and bobs, but I tell you one thing that because um, I was at the fireworks, you you were my agent for oh, the yes. night, um, sending Thank me you. off working whilst you were away. We'll touch on where, where you were, but yeah, so you were like, get off, get do that, do that, come on, get that done. Some work, um, yes, get some bleeding work done. Um, I have to say, I mean, it's um, I, I know you've done the three of the countries this one was kind of the um mm-hmm. the hosts one, and it was the final one and they announced the winner and it's um yeah, they're just they're great aren't they i mean they are fantastic events they really are the firework nights and like
1: I think it's um it's it's just that thing where it, it drags people out because mm. every there's, there's no one that doesn't like to watch a firework display Wow, did you hear how loud my computer was there? That was very loud. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Um, it's just brilliant. I don't know anyone that doesn't like to sit and watch the fireworks or stand and watch the fireworks. And, and hosting them, as I'm sure you've just found out this week, Jed, just feels like the, a doddle because it's just, you're like, this is great. Yeah. I'm telling people like, a bit about them and obviously you're there to impart information, but essentially you're with your family. I'm presuming you took the family along. And you're yeah. there with your family in great in a great position. Um, and you get to watch the display up close. And then you get to see the people behind it doing their thing. And that's pretty fascinating to watch, I think.
0: Yeah, it was really good. And Blackpool's absolutely rammed, which we knew it would be. Because obviously you had Blackpool versus Preston on the Saturday uh-huh. afternoon, which was three o'clock kickoff, finished at sort of five-ish. Then you had the fireworks, which builds up from sort of seven. It sets off about half-eight. Mm-hmm and then of course it's the start it was the start of the half term holidays which means that, you know, oh, yeah. people are coming into town, illuminations are busier than ever because a lot of people go, you know what, we'll do them now and and, and obviously because, mm. you know, kids can be a, a bit off um, late into bed and stuff like that because they're off for the week. So it was absolutely rampant and it was a nice night. You know, it wasn't raining, it wasn't chucking it down. It was actually pretty mm. pleasant, you know, pretty mild for the time of year. So, yeah, yeah it just, it all worked really well and I've never, honestly, Blackpool was just... Chocker block which was which is brilliant absolutely brilliant to see although I have to say we um we got the training because from you know your advice you were like yeah. you ain't you ain't parking any and obviously the, pr- the illuminations are on so promenade is super slow and you were like you ain't parking anywhere near town so I was like well good advice we'll get the train from Polton it goes straight to Blackpool North Super simple. Walk straight down Talbot Road. Promenade. Bosh. Thank you very much. Done dusted. Great. Anyway, it was fine. But um were you have you ever when Freddie was younger, did you ever um sort of go down onto so sort of, you know it was he into trains and go down onto you know train yeah, platforms yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah yeah so charlie's a bit sort of get he's a bit into trains anything to do with wheels and trucks and stuff like that so yeah. um did you ever find yourself doing this right so you go down onto the platform i'm there on the platform and this was actually earlier in the day because I was just checking what the trains... Because, obviously, with COVID, there's still, you know, some services because of people are off with COVID and stuff. So I was checking I, checked, yeah. I was sort of taking for a walk because he likes going for a little walk in his car, right? So we get down there, and obviously, when there's a little kid, people always react a little bit differently, don't they? They're always like, oh, kid, yeah. you know what I mean? Train, fantastic, great. Um, but what happens is... He's still not, he, he does wave sometimes, sometimes he doesn't, it's, you know, mm-hmm. can be whatever. So, for a couple of, of the train journeys that came past us whilst we were just on the platform as I was waiting, people are there, you know, on the train, waving at him, right, as it either goes past, sets off, or comes into, into the platform, and he's not waving back. So... I, kind of, out of bit of politeness, and, you know, you kind of cajole them on, don't you? Come on, wave wave at the people. Mm. Right, me and this chap must have been waving at each other, I, honestly, oh, for gosh. about a minute to two minutes, right? Oh, God. Charlie, my little boy, oh. nothing. He's just deadpan, his face is like, yep, yeah, another train, great. <laughs> As this, this bloke is proper waving at him. So I'm then waving at him. Oh, <laughs> I'm waving oh, at gosh. him back for about a minute and then then he sets off and we're just both waving as if we as if this guy is you know going off to uh, (laughs) yeah going off to the sunset i'm never gonna see him again Ah, ah, as i ah, wave ah, him ah, off ah. and it was like Mm -hmm. you know this guy's a complete stranger and i'm thinking what am i doing what what am I doing waving? And
1: was it literally Charlie was like, I'm not waving He's not down.
0: waving. Not, so wave. if he was waving, it would make a bit more, like, oh, you know, he's waving back. But he wasn't. He Go couldn't away. care less. So it ended up just me and this bloke for a minute, just waving at each other. And mm. then as the train took off, we waved all the way down the platform. There was not one Til point... Till he was out of
1: sight. he was out of sight.
0: Not one point where we both thought, well, what really? are we doing? The, the kid's not even waving. And that's kind of what we're doing it for. So I don't know if you have like ever it. been in that sort of situation where, you know, you, you it, it, it's, know the, it's for the benefit say. for the kids, but the kids aren't bothered.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can't really recall that. But I do know that the... the, the... Joy that when I used to be in that similar age where they're a bit obsessed with Freddie was a bit more trams, he loved the trams. Mm. Um, and if you got a a tram driver that that waved or whatever, or just or even a you know, a, a fireman in a truck that would wave, it would just make his day and so then when that happens a few times you then start waving when you see one yeah, so if we were walking yeah. along and we'd see a tramp, we'd like wave at the driver and when they just used to skulk past you <laughs> with a right stony look you think Oh, you're a miserable son aren't you you know like because you get so used to like hello mr tram driver or whatever it's, yeah and then me and freddy are yeah. like beaming away and then you get like a right The right cold look. You're like, okay, mate. You just, uh, yeah, you, uh, you concentrate. Um, So yeah, I think a bit more of that. But it's funny when they go through that age, isn't it, where they're so obsessed with things that are in motion, whatever it is, from milk floats to trains to trams, they're into it all.
0: They are, and it is weird, but yeah. So that was it. Was it's been busy. It's been great. And like I say, Blackpool has been just been absolutely bouncing. And of course, the big win for Blackpool versus Preston was another. Uh, big highlight for the weekend for a lot of people I mean it's just you know it's not been like that for for, what 12 years um in the league so and obviously fans back I mean it was just a great celebration so yeah Uh, but the reason why I was at the fireworks um and you'd sent me off was because um you so you would um you go I'm out of here you were off on your jollies bye so what so what so so how, how long do you you haven't gone for that long, but a, just a little mini break? No. Is that what I'm thinking?
1: It was a mini break, yeah. So when I had a big birthday a few years ago, mum and sister treated me to like this little mini break to uh, Tenerife, just to a little, little cheap and cheerful all inclusive type place. You know, like a two three star place, yeah, yeah. not particularly fancy, just nice. Because um, you're not going to go anywhere, and it was it was really good. We had a really lovely time. So we thought we'll, we'll do that for me sisters my sister's birthday so we treated her and of course lockdown happened i think we were in tier three for her birthday last last year so we were like oh we'll just put it back and put it back so we did we just pushed everything back to yeah just this weekend gone and it kind of worked out well the whole Preston game and stuff happening at the weekend because I think John was quite happy that you know he could I think he had some mates here and they all went out and it was all like you know a big a big day I think my dad was at the game like they were all at the game yeah um but yeah we went off to Tenerife uh, just for I think it was four five days four nights something mm-hmm. like that it was brilliant but it was a it could have been a disaster so this has never happened to me before and I wouldn't wish it on anyone so my mum booked the holiday I think she booked it through someone like teletext or you know so you've got like a bit of a package like flights and accommodation Mm. so because I think we were originally going to book it separate and she's like no no I'll get it as a package that was that so mum and I paid for my sister and then paid for ourselves so we fly into Tenerife South flight was pretty rough for me my sister because you know there was budget airlines want an extra like 10 15 quid off you to sit together so I'm not I'm not about that so we all sat separate <laughs> yes. so my mum my mum was at the front <laughs> my mum was sat at the front on row number two I was in the middle on row 14 sister at the back on like row 20 something so my sister gets off the plane half cut she's like the oh, next to me was a right boozer she was well playing me with drinks and everything my mum was like oh I had a lovely chat next to me yeah we had a seat between us so it was all very British in there mum went how was yours and when i basically was sat in child corner uh, so in the <laughs> middle of the plane was all the families i sat next to two scouse kids whose dad was near sat near my mum, and basically parented someone else's kids for the duration oh. of the flight oh are they have um,
0: they, they done the separate seats but with kids yeah genius people do it because i'd it have just, shut that man's just hand gets the
1: point where Honestly, well, it it gets worse, Jed. So, I've got these two kids, and they were really lovely, dead polite, and that. And the dad was really good as well. He was like, "Are they behaving? Are they being?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, they're being great. They're being great." Right. Same could not be said for him. So he's. We're all sort of sat there on the on the flight. He comes over. He's like, "Do you want a drink or anything, kids?" They were like, "Um." No, no, yeah, whatever, maybe have got some Pringles like you do on a flight. And then he says to the air hostess in the loudest voice, I'll have four Jack Daniels and Cokes, <laughs> please. I thought, stay on, mate, it's like lunchtime. <laughs> so he gets these he gets these drinks and disappears off. By the way, he gets one can of Coke. So he disappears <laughs> off to the front of the plane, and I'm like, right, okay. So I'm talking to the kids, and we're getting there and everything, there's all the kids crying, the kids behind me, kids in front of me, kids next to me, I was like, this is like a wind-up. Anyway, Five minutes later, the dad appears back with a can of Coke. He said, oh, I didn't realize I already had one open at the front. I'm like, oh my God. How strong was them JD's have been, by the way? Um, but it was fine. Mum was to have much better flights than me. So we get there, we land, and we land at something like half seven, eight o'clock at night, it was dark. And we get our bags back, kind of call husbands, for my dad, whatever. We're all, we've all landed, we're all fine, great, yeah, we're just gonna get in a taxi now. So we get in a taxi, get to the hotel, get out of the taxi, realise the hotel is closed. Are you joking? The hotel has a sign-up, nope, hotel has a sign-up saying, um, we've let all our partner uh, organisations know that we are closed for are like, whatever, it must be COVID, it's got to be COVID because yeah. there's no other reason for it to be closed. So we are literally in Tenerife, by this point it's like half eight, nine o'clock at night, with with nowhere to stay. All
0: I can imagine and we've though, gone right? for like a little... is you three absolutely fizzing, like properly fizzing.
1: Can you do like literally what can you do? So we stood there and I could see this cab driver just wanting to leave us. So my mum, bless her, she had like a sit in protest. So she went and sat back in the taxi <laughs> while my sister rang, teletext, and I'm trying to like just look for somewhere else for us to stay. Anyway, to cut a very long story short, we did manage to find somewhere else to stay. Um, but that th- it was just horrible, you know, to get there and be like, oh my god. We literally have, and it's dark, and it's the half-term holidays, and you're like yeah. the first two hotels we tried to get into were like, no, we're we're, we're full. It's half term, and we're like, okay, and yeah, I think it was. Telete- teletext just didn't want to know, just did not want to know. Like they wouldn't answer the phone, and when they did answer the phone, they were just really like, yeah, we'll give you a refund.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm like not bothered about
1: like, that. My sister is the- <laughs> My sister, the calmer one of the two of us, were like, I mean, oh, my sister's something like, "Be that as it may, we're standing in Tenerife. It's getting on for ten o'clock at night, and we have nowhere to go. So, could you sort of help us?" And they were just, they were terrible. Wow. So anyway, and we we sort of decided not to um, not to not to let our our other halves know because there was nothing they could do and there was nothing they could really well, do to help us from can't home fly out worry yeah. really, yeah. So it was just it was a bit of a disastrous start, but we um it was it was salvaged it was fine but it was a, it made for a bit of a an interesting first night so yep yeah, since then i've had a lovely few days break only got back really really early this morning we should have landed at like just before midnight, didn't land until something like I don't know, nearly one a.m. So I have I've only had about three hours sleep, but I feel absolutely fine. To be fair, that's what comes of lazing about for a few days in the sunshine. So yeah, it was good. I had every intention of doing lots of running, but where we were staying was on like um, it was just so hilly, it was just, it was ridiculous. It was like on a on a massive slope. So instead of that, I kind of did like circuits around the um around the complex, as it were. Around so, the bar. Uh, yeah, there was a please. <laughs> that's, that's what i did see though it was dead funny so um i used to get up before this like before the sun got up to kind of get some because when you're on all inclusive and you're drinking your body weight in gin you feel oh. like you really need to kind of get yeah. ahead of the curve yeah when your wedding's in three or four weeks to sort of do some exercise early doors and honestly on more than one occasion i saw I'm going to say a husband, it might not have been, uh, asleep on a sun lounger. You know, they've clearly had a row and there's nowhere to <laughs> go, is there? <laughs> and I was like, pretending not to notice when they're asleep on a sun lounger, like fully clothed. I'm like, oh, God. Um, but it was great. It was it was really, really lovely. So, um, yeah, feel nice and relaxed. And I've kind of come back into wedding gate today. No real dramas, but literally now everybody wants money off you like everyone <laughs> so today i've probably paid out the, well we've probably paid out the most we've ever paid out in one go mm-hmm. like we've paid the venue paid the photographer you know you're like anybody else want money off us to the point where the NatWest fraud squad wrangles to see <laughs> why we were making such massive transactions so we just kept going no it's, it's for our wedding mm-hmm. and then they ask you dead funny questions like they're clearly like on a script like can you, there's a transaction oh, here for a random it, amount of Do money. you know what the worst? You, this is what I said. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. I went, No. Um, United d- Utilities, itself. Do you know what the Water worst is? Is? Well, is, it when, was.
0: is when they say, uh, You know, I'm just going to go for security questions. Um, what, what, what was the last transaction? And you're like, um, I, I, I don't know. You know, and you might say, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I bought a coffee. How much? and um, two quid? It's not close enough, yeah. I'm afraid.
1: You're like, oh my god, I don't know. You know, it's like I couldn't remember there. how much we paid for our ring doorbell. I was yeah. like, Yeah oh, <laughs> I don't know. Ring doorbell I'm like this is John, what do we pay for our ring? I don't know. But it was like, yeah, but it was just bizarre the fact that they rang us and they just ask you these most bizarre questions. So um anyway, uh the upshot is I've got a Suntan. But I'm absolutely skin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Jed and Hayley Show.
1: As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. There's so much stuff going on at the Grand. Of course, Around the World in 80s Days is still on through until the 5th of November. But a show I'm really going to try and see is uh, on on the 6th of November. It's only on for one night and it's a play. And the reason I really want to go and see it is because it's a one woman show written by a guy that I, I did a show with years ago, really talented guy. Anyway, he's written a, a, a one woman show and the lead in the show is going to be played by sue pollard oh right yeah and um essentially i read the blurb and i just thought that just sounds interesting so the play is called harpy it's written by philip meeks I did panto with philip meeks years ago and obviously he knows sue pollard through panto and people just have this one-dimensional view of sue pollard you know like she's on heidi high and like she's in panto well yeah penny crayon and all that absolutely Mm. so this is called harpy um and she plays a character called birdie who's a hoarder um and the uh, little synopsis says years ago something was stolen from her and she hasn't been able to give anything up since so i just think it looks Mm. really good and i love seeing people in a way you don't really usually see them if that makes sense yeah yeah wow i saw so, um i saw jody you know remember jody Prenger from blackpool yeah, yeah. who's like quite a into the musical theater and i've seen her do like you know my mum and dad went to see her in oliver i've seen her in calamity jane and doing the big musicals and having that incredible voice well i saw her at blackpool's ground a few years back doing shirley valentine no singing no dancing no you know uh, you know kind of no big just being no straight. big showbiz yeah. glam lipstick Tom, totally straight one woman show she was absolutely terrific and it's it's genuinely one of my favourite things you know where you think you know someone or you know what they're about and you see them do something different I just think it's fascinating to see them just play something else mm.
0: so when's that 6th of November that one
1: 6th November, it's just called Harpy and I really fancy it, I just think it'll be a cracking little show, just something a little bit different and yeah I think you always used to see Sue Pollard with the big glasses and the, you know, and the big grin mm. and the, you know, she's amazing in panto and you know you say, Penny Crayon and she's someone who's been on our, you know, in our years, psyche yeah. for years and years with Heidi High and all that and everyone knows her as this one jolly sort of person and in actual fact I just think this will be a cracking, cracking play. It's time for story of the week. Okay, Jen, I've got a couple of stories actually. Uh, found both of these when I was on my sun lounger, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want Mr. Beans or pork pie? Beans or pie? What are you going for? Oh,
0: Gotta got be beans, honey. Both, if you Gotta be beans.
1: Beans. Okay. Well, it's just a story about a guy who has spent ten thousand pounds turning his home into a shrine to bake beans. He's 67, his name's Barry Kirk, or at least it was Barry Kirk, until he changed his name by deed poll in 1991 to Captain Beanie.
0: <laughs> they say Captain like, Bean like
1: that no that's his literal name he's also shown off a recent beans themed coffin complete with a Heinz label on it that says R.I.P. Captain Beanie so he's even preempting and planning his own demise he's from Port Talbot apparently he does only eat beans sort of about four times a week but he's absolutely like uh, all over the place and apparently he um he raises money for good causes that's his sort of oh, right. that's his go-to that's the point of it i mean have you ever have, have you ever loved anything enough to consider changing your name um no not really i mean what what makes me laugh about that
0: sort of stuff is that you know when he actually changed the name by depot it it, it mm. does become completely official doesn't it so
1: you know, yeah, yeah.
0: for a job, for a passport, yep. I pre- you know, yep. I presume. It's like when you ring, just when you're ringing up the bank. It's like, what's your name, Captain? Okay, what's you like Bean You know, it's like, and it's deadly serious. That sort. Of, I mean, you imagine the security yeah. questions he would be getting. You talked about banks before. Imagine oh, the security gosh. questions. Like, what? He what Have we known by anything else before? Well, yeah, but. I bet his
1: passwords Heinz or beans. It's, got it's well yeah. easy to Hines steal from. Got he a is been. really easy to fit. Heinz <laughs> <Hines> fifty-seven, memorable, <laughs> memorable number fifty-seven. It's
0: like, but people do have like weird things. Beans is a weird fetish, mm. you know. Like, as in, people oh, bathe oh, in I beans, don't they? For a, like, they love it. It's that I don't know that sauce... A sauce on the body I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Not, it's like not for no, me, but um Oh no, thank you. But if he does it for charity, then for, you know, fair play to the yeah. guy. He's raising money in whatever he does. I don't I mean, he raise how does he raise money? I mean, does he sell? he, does, he
1: runs money if he runs and he and he runs yeah. as Captain Beanie, he goes into schools and yeah, he does all sorts of stuff, really, but he's quite well known in his, in well, his, uh, in his local area. Uh, and very briefly, the pie story is basically um, a, a chef from the north of England, let's say, uh, got wind of the fact that some, you know, a fool and his money are easily parted. Mm. Well, apparently there's a restaurant in Knightsbridge uh, that basically wraps... Uh, it's steaks in like gold leaf and, and sort <laughs> of um, they're about 800 quid their steak so imagine <laughs> like steak and chips you yeah. wrap it in gold it's 800 like, quid wow. so basically in an attempt to half take the mickey and half get himself some publicity he um, this guy's the head chef at absolute bar and bistro in Bolton um, and he's basically says uh, it's 12 quid for a, a gold leaf pork pie <laughs> uh, and that's how, that's how he's, that's how he's making his money. He's doing a gold leaf, pork pie. Oh, no, uh, so 12 said, quid. I So we just went and bought some gold leaf. <laughs> it's twelve quid seems. I mean, I don't know if ever paid twelve quid for a pork pie, no, but, but right. it's gold leaf.
0: So, so the thing is, it. the reason in Knightsbridge they can do it is because obviously they've got the Knightsbridge thing, and the reason also you can do it is because you're charging an obscene amount of money. To the point, like yeah. you said, is that people will go eight hundred quid. Got, there's got to be something about this, so they order it. Mm. But twelve, he's obviously going. I'll get some gold leaf. I can't, can't charge eight hundred quid, but you know, people just ain't, really ain't going to do that. But what, what will Pete? Oh, twelve quid, that'll do. Yeah, that's the one. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, he still wants to sell some Jed. When all said and done, he doesn't want to be left <laughs> with a load of gold leaf pork pies he can't shift. <laughs>
0: Who very does? Good, very but good. Uh,
1: I just loved it. I just thought that's a very north of England take on something that just wouldn't. Can you imagine if a restaurant opened in this in this part of the country in the northwest of England? So that's, I don't know. That's Liverpool, Manchester. I still think if they went, uh, yeah, you can get these steaks. They're eight hundred quid. I just don't think anyone that was genuinely northern would go. <laughs> yeah, well, do not matter well, how much money well, you've got,
0: you'd you'd just be like, come on, mate. Uh, pull another one do you know what i mean it's like come on
1: it's just obscene i mean i i I think we've all done that before as someone that that is born and bred in the north and you go down south and you get you order a drink at a bar (laughs) i remember going to awards every year and we'd all come back and discuss like how much things (laughs) cost yeah and that's like what we do when we're from the north and then you tell everyone you know you're like have a guess how much he paid. And they'll read the whole <laughs> order out. Two gins to guess... <laughs> And everyone's like, you're joking. And it's like a real like conversation starter up here. Um, but no, I just loved it. I was like, that is literally the northern, the north of England correspondence way of going, how can we get a few quid extra out of people? I know. Let's uh, take the mick out of them southerners and pop a bit of gold leaf on our pork pies. Is it right or is it wrong?
0: So three news stories here. One of these is right, two are wrong. You're in the winner's enclosure, aren't right, you, I think? For, uh, I, uh, last week. I've been sure. basking
1: in yeah. the sunshine and Glory, good so on the you. Two thing I, was, I was basking in. Right.
0: Much, so let's see if I can do you in here. Right, German Chancellor Angela Merkel. You know her. She's um, apparently she mm-hmm. used to be. Apparently she used to be a nude model uh, for student artists back in her twenties. Um, yes, yeah, she, I mean, she was a student. Made some uh, cash by doing it. Apparently a portrait has been found and put up for sale. Uh, it's set to sell for two hundred thousand euros. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, Sir Cliff Richard. Um, he's been around these parts, hasn't he, actually, recently? But anyway, he's had to issue an apology has. to Russia after criticizing them after he thought they hijacked his website. Um, turns out it was just a wrong button pressed by one of his web team, but obviously caused a major issue. And um, he thought it was the Russians, so uh, has had to apologize. And Jack Whitehall. Uh, has accidentally sent a, a nude. Well, you know we talked about moonies a few uh, a few episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. He's basically sent a bit of a moonie, a moonie to uh, his old university lecturer. Um, apparently, he was suffering from a bit of a nasty rash spread across his buttocks, and uh, obviously he was going to email a photo oh to his GP, but obviously thought it was going to them. Ended up going to. Um, well, a university lecturer. So, uh, yeah, not too, uh, not too, uh, right. not, not too pleased about that. So there you go.
1: There's your three. Oh, they're good, them. Mm. Angela Merkel in the nude. Yeah, now,
0: now this is back in the younger days. You know, yeah,
1: obviously not now. Yeah. But... I, mm, I don't know. I don't think fundamentally people change that much. Mm. So I think I was a bit of a a Bit of an idiot, really, when I like in my 20s, and mm-hmm. I'm just slightly less of one now, <laughs> it's marginal. Um, but I just you know, like, I think it when I see people from school, however, they were at school, they're pretty much the same, they're not they've yeah, not changed to too that. much. Mm. So, I don't know, I just don't think Angela was a kind of the kind of person that just get a bangers out mm. at uni <laughs> and then be you know you know leading the european economy like that yeah okay. you know if she was so comfortable to just be naked yeah. and drawn and then selling it and i mean the thing is it's if you've got it like flaunting well, yeah, but she yeah. just doesn't strike me as someone who that would
0: be flaunting it would have been I know flaunting you mean. Mm.
1: The bosoms, mm. yeah. So Sorry? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm cold yeah, that to that idea. Else. Cliff, Cliff, maybe, but mm. again, he doesn't seem the type to be casting aspersions to me.
0: Big Cliff, yeah. That
1: would be so loose-lipped as to point the finger. At, I mean, at the Russians straight away as well. Um, so maybe not. And then we've got Jack Whitehall and his movie. We've all
0: done it, haven't we? We've all sent a wrong text no, or no. whatever.
1: Well, we've all sent wrong text. I haven't moved. Oh well, yeah, not move. No, not
0: move. I mean, you would, you would. we if have all sending, done it, I was like, mm. if, you're, if you're sending a, a graphic rash picture of your buttocks, you would. Oh, you're absolutely on high alert. You would be sure, on high alert. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like if I've got like a mark or like say I had a rash on like the back of my shoulder, mm. I would be like to John, take a picture of that. Take a picture of that so I can see it. Yes. Like, but to send it to someone, that's danger. Mm. I mean, yeah. that's real danger. Mm. And you'd think we'd have invented something by now where you could just recall and delete. Uh, and
0: it's never been done. That's the next Facebook for me. The re- the, re- the text recaller is know the next what? Facebook.
1: Some absolute nasty nasty person has invented contactless you know for those awfully overpriced machines you get in shopping centers yeah that kids go on the kids rides yes some nasty nasty person's <laughs> done contactless <laughs> for that that didn't need to be invented that mm. did not need to be invented and someone's taking the trouble to go oh let's put a contactless on that and couldn't be bothered to invent something useful like a photo recall Recaller. software mm okay so for that reason I'm thinking it could be Jack's Mooney
0: okay well it's not Sir Cliff and the Russian website but the right answer is Jack Whitehall and he's mooning his university lecturer. So, yes, um, yeah, apparently he's revealed it all in some sort of travel blogs and what have you. Um, that he once sent um, a, uh, a Moonie, he's got, like I say, this big rash and what have you, sent it off to uh, his university lecturer um, rather than his, uh, in his uh, GP. Uh, yeah, it's a new book, it's how, mm-hmm. how to Survive Family Holidays. Um, so there oh, you okay,
1: go. I have to yeah. say, I think we may have discussed Moonies on the podcast before, but we have. I've got to be honest. They still, they still, to me, are a brilliant <laughs> memory of coach trips when you were a kid. If you could be on a on a coach or a bus and a group of mainly adults, it would be, or sometimes school <laughs> kids, would just Mooney out of a window. It was the best. It
0: was. It was just. It's gone the now, best. isn't it? It's gone now. I mean, moonying's gone. It's you know, gone. with this um, what do you call them? Insulate Britain, and they're all on the road. And they're all blocking the road in yeah. the M25, Yeah. and people are obviously, yeah. you know, rightly so, a bit mad at um, because they're obviously, you know, causing congestion. If they were just to, it's if they awful. were just to sort of go on the side of the road on the pavement and just me all passers by, Absolutely. I think Absolutely.
1: that would people would go. I might they'd get a, a lot of toots. They'd would. get a lot of response. Yeah,
0: and people might go, "Yeah, I'll join them. I'll, I'll, I'll start getting yeah. into this. You know, insulate and Britain." That's
1: what I mean. You might they might garner a bit of extra support because you sometimes might be like, "Hey, tooting your horn for the moonies and in actual fact they're thinking you're supporting their gauze.
0: There you go. So
1: I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe we could write to them and suggest the yeah, moonie. Yeah,
0: listen, you're getting all this wrong. Do not sit in the middle of the you're road. You're getting
1: on everyone's pit. Yeah,
0: what you need to do, get on the pavement and just drop the trousers. The Jed and Hayley Show.
1: All right, then, Jed, what are you watching?
0: well i'm still watching that handmaid's tale and um
1: how many episodes are you putting me off a bit there's
0: four the four seasons of it i know oh so i thought there was like one and then you know we like we we watched it on a different telly so um we had to kind of when we went back to upstairs we had to sort of you know you go oh which one have we seen and then i was Mm. like oh my goodness it's four seasons um it's just getting it's just a bit weird for me um and we're still not knowing the backstory and it was with we're on the second season so i don't think it's going to happen so listen it might get better and better and better and better i don't know but um maybe i think like you've done if you've read the book it might be Mm -hmm. a better watch because you get you've had more of an insight and sort of how that turns onto this onto the screen i'm not sure but um yeah, I think that's it. Anyway, I watched a really good film, though. I watched a really good film this week. Oh, okay. Um, at the weekend. And um, it's it's with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, it's on Netflix. do not make a bad film. Doesn't make a bad film. And it's called... Uh, I want to say...
1: But, uh, you need to pay more attention to these film names, Jade. I never it's, remember. It's called uh,
0: body of lies, that's it, body, okay. I knew it was, I was typing, body of lies, that's it, so it was out in 2008, Body of lies. yeah, out in 2008, um, yeah, so basically, he's, DiCaprio's a, a CIA agent, uh, covers a bit of a lead on a major terrorist leader, um, and kind of gets stationed out, does really well for the CIA, gets stationed out, kind of gets, takes full control, but, you know what, CIA and Secret Service and all that is all a bit sort of like untrustworthy. Who's oh, okay. working for who um, to capture the main man out in like Syria and Iraq. And yeah, really good. But like, absolutely right. Uh, Russell Crowe's in it, DiCaprio's in it. It's, it's directed by Ridley Scott. Um, it was it was very good and it's on Netflix now so I, I okay. pres- it's on kind of one of the the front screens um, so very good body of lies really good film I think it was about oh, two hours but went that. really quick so yeah very good
1: okay um, as you can imagine I haven't watched a lot because I've been away um, the only thing I randomly ended up watching I think it's on. like it must have been on on Wednesday because I went away on Thursday. So, um, basically, you know when you're looking for something to watch at nine o'clock and there's nothing, we just mm, there's just nothing yeah. on. We love Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody, um, and there was a really good one on last week. It was like a two parter. It was really really good. So we we'll always love that. But I think we'd kind of we'd watch them and we were just looking for something to watch. And you know when you sort of you put it on, and I just went, oh, we'll just give this a whirl. And within about ten minutes, we were we were in <laughs> BBC One nine o'clock. I think it's Wednesday nights. called Shet. And it's essentially, I'm not sure, maybe like, you know, this is its six theories. I've never, ever seen it. But it's right. basically about um, a detective that lives on the Shetland Islands. And it's, I mean, it's gorgeous. It looks just like one long massive advert for how gorgeous the Shetland Islands are. But, um, yeah, it's really good. Really, so, really good. What is it um, just, yeah, what's crime. it about? Crime, right. Yeah, crime. So, um, in this, in this one, so like someone got murdered in the very first episode, but really randomly, you know, like you're you following a story and you think you kind of know what's going on. And then you're like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, right, so they're dead now. Okay, right. Um, So, yeah, it was interesting, a, a really good one. One, I, It's not something I would have tuned in to watch. It was just that there was literally nothing on. And within, just like I say, 10, 15 minutes of it going, I was like, oh, I'm hooked. All right, I'm in. I'm in now and i'm interested so yeah it's on it's on bbc one on a wednesday it's called shetland and um yeah i mean they're all they're all scottish in it as well so that makes it different they're not actors that i'm particularly familiar with There was a couple of people in there yeah. I was like oh well she's been in a few things and whatnot but i quite like it when it's a pretty much a full cast of actors that you don't really know so yeah thoroughly i've I really enjoyed it, so I just said I want to series link that and make sure I watch a bit more of it. But for obvious reasons, I've watched little to no TV this no, week yeah. at all.
0: Sounds good, but um and obviously be on the iPlayer as well as a bit of a, a bit of a catch yeah, up on the iPlayer. Which is, definitely, she's uh, good. Well, there you go. um Anything that you've been watching, uh, do let us know. Where uh, the Jed and Haley Show We're on Facebook there, or you can uh, tweet us at Miss Haley K or at Jed Mills. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.